Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the A Few Dangerous Women podcast. It's our mission to bring women to the table who are having kingdom impact in our culture across different spheres of influence to talk about following Jesus into these spaces and also talk about women of the Bible and some of the lessons that we can learn from them. Welcome back to part two of the A Few Dangerous Women podcast. And I'm back with Gabby. And Gabby is based in Aracaju, Brazil, and is passionate about um, teaching, missions, and also law. And now we'll just be talking about one of the women in the Bible that we think is dangerous and just talking a bit about the lessons that we can learn from her life. So the focus is Hannah. And it was just so, it was really exciting to get to study Hannah. I think it's been very many years since I've, mm-hmm. I've read about Hannah. So Gabby. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> what is your first point? Like one of the lessons that you've learned from Hannah's life. Okay. So first thing is actually not a spiritual, but it's very funny. When you first told me about Hannah, I was like, who is Hannah in the Bible? What is Maria talking about? <laughs> I don't know any Hannah. And I'm pretty much sure that I know all women from the Bible. And then when I put in Google Translator, like on the Bible in English, I know, I, I found out that Hannah was Anna in Portuguese. God but Anna know. was not Anna in English. So that was just like, you know, to break the ice. <laughs> just Anna, if you're Brazilian, Hannah is not Anna or Anna in English. Okay. Oh, but, gosh, wow, so yeah, that was so confused by that. I was like, who's Hannah? But anyways, <laughs> uh, but Hannah, now that I know who is this person in Portuguese, <laughs> I was just so excited because I remembered that a while ago, um, I was studying the book of Samuel and I was like, Okay, oh my gosh, she's incredible, you know, everything that yeah. she does, everything that she did, she did actually. So it was just incredible to go back to this journey. Of course, now, like a few years later, and with this whole new perspective about being a, like a woman of God in mm. everything like life, work, graduation, it was just crazy because it could learn like way more from her life. Now that I'm reading this for, I don't know, like the fourth time. Yeah. But it was just, just incredible to go back to this book. Wow, man. Okay, so is there any, what's the first lesson that you would say reading Mm -hmm. about Hannah's life? Wow, honestly, I just had so many notes here. (laughs) Do we have time? (laughs) Just kidding. But okay, so do you know what is funny? Just, this is not like really like 100% related to Hannah's life. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because like one of the things that nowadays that we can hear a lot from other people is that there is like no women on the Bible. Like Mm -hmm. the Bible is sexist because the Bible does not bring women in anything. Yeah. But honestly, the Bible does. But are we really willing? Oh, are we really willing to dig into their lives? You know, because when I see Hannah's life, I know that the book is the book of symbol, Mm -hmm. but it talks about Hannah. Yeah. It's just a matter of am I learning from her or not? I'm just going to read this as I'm reading like an Instagram post or whatever mm. movie, TV show, or am I actually studying it? Yeah. You know, so sometimes we don't learn from women from the Bible because we're not really like taking the time to do it. Come on. So dude. when you take the time to understand Hannah's life, you understand like how much her character speak, spoke to her. Yeah. You know, you understand that she wa- she understood God. Yeah. And she was not like, and she needed to like deal with a lot of things. She struggled with a lot of things, yeah. but she was willing to, you know, surrender her life to God. 
Yeah. So first of all, when you're talking about women from the Bible, take your time to understand because you're going to learn so much from it. Mm. Just don't say like, oh, but because like the book of Samuel was like, okay, but do you know who mother? Who knows who's the mother? Okay, perfect. So yes. let's just ride into this. So yeah, for, for me, Hannah is a woman of God. So <laughs> I just want to say like, let's start with 1 Samuel 1, 8. And it's oh. just incredible because the Bible says, um, on First Samuel 1 8, it says that pretty much the husband didn't get her pain because he was a father and she wasn't a mother. Mm-hmm. And when I read the book of Hannah, the first thing that I understand and how can I take those like teaching moments from my life is that sometimes I'm going to be living something that other people do not understand, but God will. Because Hannah's husband was a father. So he had no idea what was to not having a kid because he had his own, Yeah. but Hannah didn't. So she was living this pain and yeah. he just couldn't understand this. So sometimes we feel like, oh, but no one understands. And they're like, okay, I know, because that's exactly what Hannah been through, you know, during the Bible. Mm-hmm. I know that she got a double portion, but she didn't get what she wanted. So sometimes we're going to get things that we want, but it doesn't mean that things that we don't want, but it doesn't yeah. mean that we are actually getting what we're expecting, you know? Yeah. So this pain about like not being understanding from other people, it happens and yeah. it sucks sometimes, you know, yeah. but it just happens. And like, but we understand, we understand the, the end, like that God heard her. So yeah. that's just, just the first thing, because we don't actually quite understand, like he was a father and she wasn't a mother. Mm. So it was a challenge to her. So that is so yeah. true, man. Yeah, and I'll just go back even to the scripture from 1 Samuel 1 when it says, um, because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. And and later on, it says that Hannah stood up. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting in his chair by the doorpost of the Lord's house. And later it says that Hannah was praying in her heart and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. And Eli even thought she was drunk. And, and Hannah says, no, I'm not drunk. I'm a woman who's deeply troubled and I'm pouring out my soul to God. And I was, I was thinking about, you know, for some of us, that idea, like for Hannah of not have, like your womb is closed, like you cannot give birth, you can't produce. It can be like, you don't have, it may not necessarily be a child. It may be something that's been closed to you, but it's open to someone else. Like Penina was able to have children. Hannah wasn't. And for you and maybe in your education, some people get to go to schools, um, to certain schools and you don't, or you, you really want to go back to school, but you can't afford it. Or you're still looking for a job and other people, a job comes easy or you want to be in a relationship and other people have relationships. Like some of us, like we all go through places where we feel like, um, we have we don't have something that someone else had or someone else yeah. has and Hannah even when she was experiencing this and even what you're saying Gabby like her husband had children with someone else and so she's watching her- someone else have the dream that she wants wow yes and, and Hannah in all of that even as deeply troubled as she was she took it to God She's like yes. God being the first person, like whatever I'm going through, whatever I'm missing, um, I'm going to talk to God. I don't care if I look drunk. I don't care if no one else understands my pain, but I'm talking to the one who understands all the pain. Wow. 
And you know what I think? For me, it's just like, wow, because that's exactly what she did. Yeah. But also, it's just like, honestly, I think I took a note for each verse of this book. <laughs> but it's just like, and the Samuel first 12 said that she kept on praying. Mm. In the 13, it says that he thought that she was drunk. Yeah. And the only thing that hit my heart was like, in one more time, no one understood her. Yeah. So do you understand that Eli was not a crazy random person? Yeah. He was a priest, right? Is that how mm-hmm. we say this in English? Yes. Okay, so yes. He was a priest. So if we are talking about someone who actually knew the Lord, knew yeah. the yeah. word, it was him. Mm. But in that moment, because she couldn't express the words, she was moving her lips, but she was not saying anything. He got confused. He yeah. was like, you're drunk. And, that w- and then she says, no, I'm not. But for me, one more time is like, sometimes we need, to, we need to understand that things like this will happen in our life. Yeah. You know, because we can feel so discouraged so easily. Like, oh, but the pastor didn't understand. Sometimes you're not going to understand because it's uh-huh. not your job to understand God's purpose that he planned in your heart. Yeah. You know, and it's so easy for us to get distracted on it. You know, like once God is selling you something, once you are putting like, all your pain when you're surrendering your life to God, He is the one who's listening, not other people. Mm. So that's why other people may not understand. Because when oh people God. come to you and they say, "Like I don't understand," it's okay because it's not your job to yeah. understand something that you're not directly tell them. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because in the moment that she tells him, she tells Eli what was happening, he understood. Yeah, you know, sometimes we are so immature and so naive that we expect we expect other people to understand things that we do not explain to them. Ooh, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, my leader doesn't understand me. Did you talk to him? Yeah. No, but there is no but. Mm. You know, it's so interesting because sometimes our our generation expect that the prophetic is gonna be the first answer Ooh. when relationship is go on. and talk, go and explain. That's exactly what Hannah did. Yeah. You know, we, we, you don't, we don't need an angel to come down and tell something that you should have said already. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's exactly what Hannah did in the moment that Eli came to her and told her that she was drunk. And then she was like, no, my Lord, I'm not. And then that's what the Bible said. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, wow, she was not discouraged. Yeah. She explained to him what was happening. And that's exactly how things shift for her. Yeah. So that's oh, crazy. Man. That is so good. And and my one of my favorite things about Hannah is like this next part after after mm-hmm. she's poured out her heart and she's explained why she's so broken. And it says that then she went her way and ate something and her face was no longer downcast. And yeah. I love that she did that. Like she woke up after she's she's talked to God, she's done business with God at the altar, she's laid down and poured her heart. And it's not like mm-hmm. God gave her a prophetic word. It's not like God said, okay, you're going to have a child. It's not like she she just trusted that I've talked to God about yes. this. And I trust that God's heard me. And I think for all of us, it's the idea that when we pour out our hearts to God, we're talking to God with faith, right? Faith that we're talking to the yes. one who, who, as the Bible says, he collects mm-hmm. our tears in a jar, that he hears our cries, that he sees our pain. And now that I've poured out all my pain, now I will worship. Now I will look normal. I won't walk around downcast because I trust that God's taking care of my needs. Yes. Wow. And that's just incredible because like she knew exactly what she was asking for. 
Yeah. You know, and for mm-hmm. me, that's just something that can you imagine like a priest coming to you and accusing you of being drunk and you have this answer like spot on? No, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. She was not disrespectful. Okay. Just to be clear about it. But she had yes. explained because she know I have, that's what it says like on the 15th, uh, Six, uh, 16, 16, uh, Samuel, uh, first Samuel 16. It says like, I have been praying here out of mm-hmm. my grief, my great angsty and grief. Yeah. I have been praying. She was like, no, I have been praying for this. Yeah. I have been poured out my heart to the Lord. Yeah. Like she knew exactly what she was praying. She knew exactly what she was, she was asking for, you know? Yeah. And I feel like the, the Bible says that there are, uh, there is power on the words, you know, yeah. like of life and death. And she was literally understanding it i really feel like she understood this she was like no i know what i've been praying for you know i know what i'm coming here every year and asking for so Mm -hmm. that's just like sometimes we pray stuff like okay god whatever no it's like do you understand exactly what you're praying for because if you don't it just it doesn't make any sense you know and she knew exactly that's just incredible oh and yeah so and it just one thing that i also wrote here is just like um under 22. Oh, I love this part. <laughs> it's just so incredible. Because it says like, uh, yes. 22 says, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, after the boy is wind, right? Mm-hmm. I would take him and present him before the Lord. And he will live there li- He will live there always. Yeah. Uh, do what? And then the husband at 23, that's the best part. Also the second best part. Because <laughs> this book is just the best uh do not do what seems best to you her mm-hmm. husband told her you stay here until you win him only only way to uh only made the lord make good his way i just think this is just so incredible because the society that we live is just like it just says that how the bible is sexist how the bible is this this is and that mm-hmm. <laughs> and did you very much understand what just happened here Hannah had a vow, like Hannah uh, promised something to the Lord. He he made a, she made a vow with him. Yeah. Like if I have a kid, he's going to live in your presence. Yeah. Perfect. That's one thing. Once she got pregnant, the hu- she told the husband, this is exactly what is going to happen because that's the promise yeah. that I, I, the, mm-hmm. the vow that I made to the Lord. Yeah. The husband, he did not do anything, but Hannah did. Yeah. And do you know what the husband did? do what seems right yeah come on i just love this part because it's so easy for us to see sexism on the bible but Mm. not looking for obedience yes you know we just say like oh it's so easy for us to find what we don't agree but are we very much searching for what is actually a healthy and good obedience relationship with the lord and like husband and wife because yeah. in this moment here, he could actually very easily say, no, he's my kid. Yeah. We're going to do whatever I want. But true. he was like, no, because I know the Lord and I know you. I know mm-hmm. you. Like he mm-hmm. knew her. He gave her double portion. That's what it says in the beginning of the, the book. Yeah. Like he gave her double portion, but he knew her and he trusted her. And that's what he said. Okay. Yeah. So to me, um, it's just incredible because like, we are talking about like empowering, you know, like empowerment and whatever, empower, empower, empower. Mm-hmm. And that's a word that is so deep. But when people talk to me about Gabby, what do you think empowering is? 
And I say like, okay, depends. Are you talking about the world standards or the Bible standards? Because there is a huge difference. Yes. If you're talking about the world, it's going to be like, do whatever you want to do because you have the right to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But if I'm talking about the Bible, I say like empowering is when I understand the Holy Spirit lives in me yeah. and I'm going to be doing exactly what he wants me to do yeah. because I understand that I surrender my life to him. Yeah. And once I start to live in the things right, I'm not going to forget what yes. I promise, and I'm going yes. to be obedient. So empowering for me is obedience, you know, because she promised something and she could easily forget. Can you imagine this? You always, you've been asking for something your entire life, entire yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Once you get it, are you actually willing to give it? Yes. To say, right. you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Just happened to, to Isaac, just happened to a lot of people on the yeah. Bible. And we say like, oh, Isaac, you know, it's just a man history. The same thing happened to Hannah here. Yeah, come on. Of course, it was a different context, but it was the same thing that happened here. Yeah. You know, and it's just so interesting because she, that's the thing that I, I wrote here. She didn't forget. Come on. She remembered. Yeah. You know, she was a woman of her word and she remembered. She promised yeah. something to the Lord and she remembered. Yes. You know, so yes, she was empowered by that moment to obey. And that's not easy. That's yeah. a challenge. But she, so I love that's, this part. That's so good. And yeah, and I love how even the scripture says, uh, just everything you've said, how, how the scripture says <laughs> that. That's, um, let me just read it again. It says, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, after the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord. And he will live there always. Not that he live here there until he's like five years old or until he's 13 or until like it's I'm giving it to God permanently because sometimes Mm. we give it to God for one season then we take it back we can be attached to the promise that God gives us and yes yes and I feel like Hannah is an encouragement that God was still her number one that the same God who was at the altar when Mm. she had nothing She's willing to give it all back because he's the one who fulfills her life, right? Yes. That's just incredible. Wow. Yeah. It just is literally is like, what's the most important thing? The promise or the Lord who mm-hmm. told you the promise, who gave you the promise, you know? Yeah. I know. And that's just so interesting because sometimes you're like, oh, I already heard that before. You know, I'm looking yeah. for a different level of Christianity. That's mm-hmm. not for me. It doesn't fit me anymore. Yeah. But do we truly... I think sometimes we need cliches in our life because no matter how many times we listen to this, do we actually live it? Do we actually embrace this as the only truth, like the promise or the Lord of the promise? Because sometimes we're literally seeking a promise. Yeah. No. And I'm telling you this, not only because like this is a cliche, but because sometimes I was seeking the promise, you know, and it's so easy for you to do it because, guys, the promise is not something that comes from the devil. It's something that comes from the Lord. Yes. So that's exactly where you need to pay attention, because when we say that you're seeking the promise, it doesn't mean that you like stop like following the Lord. No, you're yeah. still seeking for his thing. Yes. But the place of number one changes. You know, he's not mm-hmm. the number one, but the promise are the promises are. Yeah. So it's so easy to happen to you. You need to, like, every time for once in a while, stop. Who am I following? Yeah. Like, who am I seeking, you know? Mm. And that's very, very, like, easy. And just one other thing that I wrote here is on Samuel, 1 Samuel 26. That uh, is just when she brought the kid to Eli. And that says, she says, like, 
uh, pardon, uh, pardon me, my lord. As surely as you live, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I pray for the child. I pray for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked for him, uh, what I asked of him. So I, so now I give him to the Lord. No, no, no. But the part is like, when I was reading this, that's something that hit me. She was like, I am the woman who stood here. Yeah. And then in the end, he remembered. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like, what kind of women are we? Yeah. Like, what exactly people are going to remember from us? Because seriously, on that moment, Eli had a whole different vision of her, a whole mm -hmm. different idea when he saw her. But after he got to know her, he was like, okay, so you're praying for this. Yes. And that was exactly who he was and he saw it. Yeah. And after a while, when she was pregnant, she had the baby. Great. She was giving the baby, giving the, the boy to Eli. The first thing she was like, that was me. Remember, I was the one who stood there. Yeah. It's fun because like, who are we and who in the future people are going to remember from us? Like who yeah. exactly are going to be able to say like, oh, I was the leader of this. I was there of that. I was doing wow. this and that. What exactly are we doing? How are people going to remember us? Yeah. And this is not about like from people and their needs or whatever, but it's about like, what exactly are we doing in the present that mm -hmm. people are going to understand that it's from God Come on. in the future, you know? So, and sometimes we don't think about it. It's like, who is Maria? Who is yeah. Gabby? Yeah. Like, in the future, who was them? Like, who were them? Yeah. Like, who was she doing? Who were they doing? What yeah. were they doing, you know? What? Yeah. And, oh, oh, Hannah, oh, she was praying. Come on. And she stood there praying for her kid. Yeah. Praying for a kid, you know? So, I was like, wow. And that was a challenge for me because it made me question myself. Who am I being today? Wow. Like, what exactly people are seeing when they look at me, you know? So that's just a wow. challenge. That's the thing about when you read the Bible and you said the scriptures, like every word that they say, take this to your life and start to wonder exactly if you're doing exactly what you should be doing, you yes. know, because yes. those are lives just like we are living right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's so crazy. Like Gabby, I feel like we have the same notes because I wrote that whole scripture too. <laughs> um, wow. And I think for me, one of the things I got from that scripture when she goes back to Eli and says, um, I am the woman who stood here um, and God has granted me what I asked him. It's, it's wow. a question about when God has finally answered your prayer and he's taken away your shame and your reproach, um, not just to give yeah. it fully back to God, but you see Hannah's heart was pure because she didn't go back to kind of like taunt Penina, even though Penina had, had tried to irritate her with her own promise. Yes. Like Hannah's focus wow. wasn't even there at all anymore. Like she was just like, okay, God has given this to me. I need to give this mm -hmm. back to God. Um, yes. But then the other thing that challenges me and I've made mistakes in this where God finally gives you the promise and you forget him. So he, you prayed so much for, let's say, finances. So you get a job and then you get a job, but now you're too busy to spend time with God. Or you yes. get a relationship and then um, he becomes like your number one, like whoever, you, your boyfriend or whatever. And you forget the God who was there before mm -hmm. that. And you forget your family, forget your purpose and what God created you to do. Or you get yeah. that school opportunity, like you prayed and you wanted a scholarship or you wanted to get into a specific school 
and and then you don't have time for God anymore. It's just that what happens when when God gives you the promise. And I remember there's this preacher who said, um, if the brightness of of the blessing ever blinds you to the blesser, then it is wow. not a blessing; it's a curse. Wow, that's so deep. Wow, and I was like, that's so that's powerful. powerful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it takes wow. you away from God, it stops being a blessing. Wow, but that's exactly the truth. You know? Yeah. And I feel like the real conversation is to understand that those things are not going to come from the enemy. Yeah. You know, because we are searching this like Christian bubble and we are living in this bubble and we are like, okay, God, God, God. But it's like God's thing, God's promises, God's this, God's that. Yeah. And we don't understand that normally the things that are going to keep us away, far away from the Lord are not the yeah. things that come from, from hell, but from heaven. Oof. Yeah, you know, so and it's just like the gifts, incredible, amen. Yeah, uh, are you you flattering yourself for this because of that? Are you yeah. like don't working on your character because you had a word from someone who's famous? You know, yeah. mm-hmm. you know those kind of things are sometimes are just gonna like like put you in the wrong direction. You know, because I'm yeah. gonna tell you something like have like to have the things from God. It's something like hard, you know, because you absolutely need to want to work on the fruit on your character, you know. Yes. And I feel like that's the point because when you understand like what is important, you also understand that those things are important, but they're yeah. not the most important thing, you know. Yeah. Like when each gift that God gives you, or each like I don't know, like present project, whatever that He's giving you, mm-hmm. you need to be a good store of this. Yes, but you need to be a good steward, not own it. Like is your life, you know? Yeah. So for me, like when I understood that God gave like word of knowledge, I was like, okay, I'm no better than anybody. Yeah, come on. That's the one truth that I need to put in my heart. Mm-hmm. If I get it right, good. If I get it wrong, good. Yeah. I I, I needed to like deal with the kind of like probably attack that I would have in the future, and that happened. Yeah, because seriously, I got I got the opportunity to like have crazy words of knowledge to famous people here in Brazil, like very much famous people here in Brazil. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care. For me, it was like I'm praying for you the same way that we pray for someone who's yeah. not famous. Yeah, you know, for me, it feels about like the gift is not important as God, like the present yes. is not important as God, the promise yeah. is not important as He is. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's just a matter of like. Do we actually, are we working on your, our characters mm. as much as we are seeking the promises? Yeah. You know, because the characters the, is, is exactly the foundation. It's yes. exactly where it's going to sustain at all. You know, the fruit, we got to work on the fruit. The yeah. rest is going to be like a consequence, you know, from this. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that's so good. Because even I, I think what's one of my biggest lessons about Hannah is her character and her heart. Yes. Like she has such a pure heart, and you can see that when, even when she tell she's telling uh, Eli that I I'm preparing this child, like I'm I'm weaning this boy, so that after he's weaned, I'll take him to the Lord and he will live there. But then also mm-hmm. when you read following down, um, when it says that each year his mother made him a little robe and took it to him when she went up with her husband to offer the annual sacrifice, so Hannah has completely given over Samuel. Um, yes. to, to and to to serve in the in the temple, 
but each year like she doesn't she's, she continues to steward this child that she's been given yes and to prepare i li- i took the same note about this <laughs> i was like seriously i was trying to find her but i did <laughs> it's just so funny because it's just like she didn't forget i know that yeah. it was a child okay mm-hmm. amen but i'm talking about the promise you know yes she didn't forget about it every yeah. year she was there mm-hmm. like checking the boy give him new clothes yeah yeah knowing exactly what he was dealing with or whatever she was yeah. there you know so she literally kept her promise about taking care of the boy yeah because it could be very easy to say okay god gave me that now I have other kids. So mm. let's forget it. She That didn't. That is true. Yes. You know, she didn't, you know. So to me, it's just about like her character, you know, yeah. like and the kind of respect. And, and it's just interesting because sometimes like I know that this is not like as parents, we are not. I mean, mm-hmm. as a parent, which I'm not. Okay, guys, if you're hearing <laughs> this, I'm not a mom. <laughs> But just to make sure that everyone's going to get this. But like as a parent, it is the responsibility to take care of the kids, like to show yeah. the right way, like to to teach to teach the kids like the word of God. Yeah. But just because you are teaching it doesn't mean they're gonna listen to it. You know, yeah. some True. you know the enemy is there, and also we all have a choice to like stick in this way or not. Yeah. But it's just interesting because like, um, and we can see like what happened to Eli's sons, like they that, completely. Yes didn't choose the way mm. but Samo did you know yeah. and for me this is just so I, I think I've read this many 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 other times and I was just so confusing every time not because what happened because I completely understood because it was their choice but I was like dude he is going to take something that it didn't belong to him yeah but God was preparing him all the way long for this moment because he knew exactly that someone would just give up on the promise you yeah. know yeah You know, it just make, yeah. makes me wonder, like, if I am saying no to the Lord, yeah, what exactly am I missing? This is true. You know, because sometimes we don't think about it, but the Bible says that there is a book with our whole story that God mm-hmm. wrote. Yeah. In the, in the last day, the final day, we're going to compare our lives with this book. Mm. Can you imagine how frustrating this must be? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying like, if you know me, you know that I'm not going to say like, hey guys, God is good. Amen. No, I'm going to be like, dude, there is a whole life for you. Yeah. What yeah. is it stopping you from living it? Yeah. What? Because the temptation, the enemy, none of those mm-hmm. things have the power to stand on your way when yeah. it comes to God's promises to your life. Come on. Yeah. It's just a matter of want. Like, are you willing? It's not easy. And I know that it's not easy, but it's just incredible, you know? It's just yeah. this incredible journey where you can actually understand exactly like God purposes for your life, you know. Yeah. And it's just incredible because I was like, dude, they like their father was Eli. It's mm-hmm. the same person that Hannah took her child to yes. take care of, to be taken yeah. care of. So he was yeah. not a crazy person. He was a priest. Yeah. You know, and oh, they, man. their kids, they didn't take like this, let's say like this good advantage of it. Like, I want to learn from you that I want to, you know, yeah. no, they didn't, you know? So it's just like crazy, like how sometimes you're going to miss the opportunity just because we want to. That is and, good. Yeah. That is so good. And I think for me also, like my last major lesson about Hannah is honestly how she stewarded what God entrusted her with. 
because she cared yeah. for Samuel so much, um, whether it was weaning him, whether it's uh, making the clothes for him. But not only that, is for her to completely give up this child and and take Samuel to the temple, that positioned her child to be used by God as a great yes. priest and prophet in Israel because the first time Samuel ever heard the voice of God wasn't in Hannah and Eli's house. It was in the temple. Wow. And so it's, and I think it's beautiful to be able to recognize like for Hannah that her son wasn't about her. It wasn't just about God giving her a child. Um, and so that she's not shamed for not having children. It's not, it wasn't about God just making her not barren anymore. But it was about God fulfilling a promise to Israel. Wow. Wow. It's so powerful for you to understand and say, it's not about me. Yeah. But I am part of this. Yes. Yes. She understood. She actually, it's just so funny because she she didn't know back then. Yeah. God didn't promise her uh, a king. Yeah. God promised her a son. Ooh. And she, she took good care of that. Yeah. You know, and that's so funny because like, if God is giving you something, mm. take care of it. Because yes. you don't know exactly how this is going to turn out. Yeah, come on. And the fact that who Samuel became, it didn't change anything because yeah. Hannah took care of the promise from day one. Yeah, come on. Yeah. You know, so it's just crazy. Like, can you imagine okay. like, oh, my baby, I'm sorry, are you the king? <laughs> like, are you the... Uh, it's just no it's not oh yes it is it's the promise it is and it's i think it's it's so beautiful because you look at you look at what samuel goes on to do like samuel anoints the first king and then anoints david and then we look at how in the bible like you know david is compared to like jesus yes right like in terms of so i think it's amazing and i think for all of us my challenge with this coming from this reading this is what has God not just promised you, but what has he given you? And as you're saying, how are you caring for it? So if God's given you a vision for a women's discipleship, if he's given you an idea for a book, Gabby. <laughs> hey, okay, Lord. <laughs> if he's given you if he's given you a business, guys. <laughs> but before even before you see this thing fully grow. Like right from that baby, she was caring for the baby. Every year she was continuing to care for Samuel. Um, yes. Doing that every year, as long as we are faithful in stewarding what God's given us, it's going to become what God created it to be. Yeah. And and we don't know, like, we don't know exactly how this is going to be like, no. you know? Yeah. And we don't, and it's just like, we cannot measure. We cannot see the whole picture. We don't know about the future. What we do know is exactly what we ask for in the past and yeah. what God has given us in the present. Yes. You know, like, do we want and do we care about the things that God has given us in the present just much, just much as we did in the past? Mm. Or did it change for less? Because yeah. if it's better, great, incredible, yes. amen for this. But if it's less, yeah. like, yeah. it's here, guys. That's the moment. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, just because I'm so busy, you know, mm. no, I don't because you're not busy when you're like literally putting your heart out on this, you know, when you're yeah. just like, for this, you know, so that's just like crazy. And I don't know. I just want, I just wrote hey, you just one more, th- more thing. Mm-hmm. And that was very funny 
because it's interesting. Like when I'm reading something, when I, I kept thinking about it, like even when I'm just like, I don't know, going to the bathroom, for example, yeah. driving around, going to work, or, I don't know. God just like hit me with a question, like uh, with a sentence, like, and it, this is the thing that I need to take a note on my phone to not forget. But it was like, we all, we all want to have sons like Samuel. But I'm not sure if you're willing to become mothers like Hannah. Oh, come on. Wow. You know, I feel like, do you know, she was a major part of who he became. Yes. Absolutely. Because she thought, oh, like, if you, if you give your word to something, you're going to fulfill it. Mm. If you're, if you're talking about the presence of the Lord, be responsible for it, yeah. you know, and keep being responsible until they, until the last day. And wow. it's just incredible how we see his life and you just feel like, oh my gosh, you know, he, he was the one who went there to the Kings. I actually think I, I call her Kim. Sorry guys, that was communication <laughs> mistake. But anyway, so like he was the one who went to the King. Yeah. Everything. Incredible, right? Yeah. Yeah. But what, what about his mother? That's true. Wow. Because he is who he is because of the choices that she made. Come on. And I'm not saying that there is no part from the Lord of God. There was this whole plan, you know, God, God's plan to her life. Yes, that's why exactly God like gave her this child because yeah. he knew that she would fulfill it. But my question is, are we do we admire Hannah as much as we do admire Samuel? Wow. You know, because yeah. they are now like disconnected, you know. Yeah. That's true. So he was the proof, like, of God's promises to her life. But he also, she, she was literally the person who opened this way of obedience yes. and allowed him to live exactly what he did, Man. you know. And it's incredible because sometimes we feel like, God, I want to have a kid who's going to be used like Samuel. And we pray for the blessings and we pray for the future. We pray for other things, but we don't pray like God. Make me become a, a mother like Hannah. Yeah. You know? So it's just about like, okay, are we reading this? Hannah's incredible. What about our lives now? Yeah. What exactly we've been praying for, you know? Because to me, it's like, God, I'm not, I don't think I would give a child. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that you should also, okay? Don't give your babies. But I'm not saying <laughs> you should. But I'm saying it's like, how much exactly are we willing, you know? Yeah. It just, yeah. So that, that yeah. just hit me. I was like, oh man, I think I pray. I think Samuel would be one of the names of my kids <laughs> once I have the prayer because I love this story. It's just incredible, you know? Yeah. I was like, but I've never prayed to become a mom like Hannah. Mm -hmm. You think like a mother like me could raise this uh, son like Samuel? Yeah. I don't think wow. so. Wow. Because she was part of who he is and mm -hmm. I'm not an, and exactly where she is now you know yeah and wow. she was so. oh Gabby, <laughs> that's incredible i need to get off and write those notes also <laughs> i'm gonna read this whole podcast again yes <laughs> notes about everything that you were saying i was that i was saying oh wow, that's awesome and I think my yeah. last thing, I think it's the beauty of God and why it's so important for us to be faithful to God and to give God everything because of how Hannah trusted God and trusted God for in prayer, trusted God to be able to give away freely. Um, right after when it said that Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife in verse 20, Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife saying, may the Lord give you children by this woman to take the place of the one she prayed for and gave to the Lord. 
that there's nothing we'll ever give God. There's nothing we'll ever sacrifice that he doesn't remember. Yes. And give back to us in one way or another. And it says that after that, Hannah had three sons yes. and two daughters. Wow. So God it's was just, faithful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. And that's just so beautiful that she still went there like every year to check in. Yes. Yeah. You know, to me, it's just like, can you, because like, come on, guys, we all know for you to get pregnant, not nine months. Okay. So nine months with the baby. Yeah. So this kept happening for a long time because she had lots of babies after this. Yeah. But during this whole time, she was faithful and he was faithful to her. Yeah. You know, it's funny because like, I remember one day I was talking to a pastor who's a friend of mine, Fabio, <laughs> just for people to understand. <laughs> and I asked him like, Fabio, can you tell me one thing that you're thankful for? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for God's faithfulness because for he is faithful. I can be faithful back to him. Yeah. You on. know, like God is faithful to us and yeah. that makes us be faithful to him. Yeah. You know, we cannot give to him something that he didn't have. It, he hasn't gave to us before. Wow, you yeah. know, God is faithful. And because yeah. he is, and sometimes we are not, but his faithfulness makes us be faithful to him yeah you know so it's just a matter of trust like are you trusting the lord good but also how mm-hmm. exactly are you trusting the lord because we know that he's not gonna fail that what his word says yes but when when you're trusting the lord are we trusting the lord and the lord's plans or mm-hmm. are we trusting the lord in what we want to and what we we expect and what we want for him yeah. Because sometimes it's very easy for you to say, I'm trusting the Lord. It's going to give me this. going to give mm-hmm. me that. And I'm sorry. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. This is not trust. This is called expecting something that you want. It has nothing to do with trust. Oh, come on. You know? Because yeah. there is a huge difference. Sometimes people just say, like, I'm so frustrated with this and that. And I was like, you never trust God. Yeah. You never ask for his plans. Mm-hmm. You know? Honestly, like, for five... During this whole time in college, before actually before college, I knew I needed to be there, but I didn't have this like very much relationship with God. Yeah. But I didn't want to stay in Brazil for longer. I was like, I'm just gonna leave Brazil. I'm I had I had this whole plan about moving to another country. Yeah. And God told me, You're gonna stay here. And honestly, on that moment, I just hated. I was like, yes. Are you kidding me? I don't wanna be here. I literally don't wanna be here. Yeah. And I had plenty of opportunities to leave. But mm-hmm. I knew that I wouldn't be obeying him. So for me, it's like, and that was the point where I surrendered my heart. And I was like, okay, if you want me to stay, I'm going to stay. And that's when the Boston process showed up. Wow. Everything came, everything happened. And da, da, da. It was not something that I asked for. Yeah. But it was something that I was willing to expect for him. Yeah. I was willing to expect his, to expect his dreams to my life. Because sometimes we are, I've never dreamed when I tell people, it's just funny because people, they cannot look back. They can just see forward and see the present. Yes. But can you imagine like, guys, I had nothing. Like I wasn't even like a real person. Let's talk like this. I mean, I was, but I wasn't, I didn't yeah. even understand the relationship with the Lord. So how can you expect for someone like me to be a leader of a project, like the project that we have now? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. 
Did I ask for it? Of course not. I didn't even want it. Yeah. I didn't even want to be involved in that kind of environment. But God transformed me. Yeah. The only thing that I was asking for was like, God, I want more of you. And he gave me that. The yeah. thing is like, we need to understand how exactly are we trusting God? Because sometimes our trust is not trusting. It's just not trusting. So you're being first, you're getting frustrated because you want you're frustrating actually at yourself because one more time you're probably trusting at your own will, not in yes, God's will. Yes. So, oh man. Yes. That is so good. It's good, but it's hard, you know. It is, of course. Like every time, yeah, it, guy, you need to understand, like when Maria and I we talk, there is no like, oh, because you know, I'm sorry to hear that. No, you know, sometimes things are gonna happen. We need to talk, we need to be honest, you know, you yes. need to be mature, you know. Yeah, because like if you're not mature enough to understand and to read the bible and understand that you have to change yeah you will never live the gospel fully you yeah. know That's so because true. we need to be mature to understand this god is not going to trust you if you're not willing to i'm not saying you need to be ready because we're not yeah and he's gonna work on us and that's for sure but are we willing to grow yes because growing is hard guys it's hard it's hard i know that it's hard but it's worth it, you know, if it means that having something and receiving something for him. So, yeah. yes. Thank you, Gabby. That is awesome. <laughs> so last thing, oh, my pleasure. I wanted to ask you just to pray for everyone and anyone who's listening, just even about these things we've talked about for Hannah. Yes. Um, yeah, you can pray. I can pray. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Lord, for this incredible moment. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for your goodness, for your love. Thank you, God, because you chose us. You created us. Thank you for your plans in our lives. God, I pray for every woman, every girl, every young women that listen to this podcast. God, I pray that they're going to be encouraged to live their own calling, God, your, their own lives with you. I pray that they will have the courage and they will be brave enough to say, God, I surrender, I surrender all my plans. I surrender all my will. I surrender all the things that I want to do just to focus on your presence, just to focus on your, on your perfect plan, on your love, to focus on getting to know you more and more. God, I rebuke all fear, all everything that stop them to fulfill your promises, to fulfill this relationship with you. And I declare, declare your love, God, because 2 Timothy 1, 7 says that you did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and self-control. So that's exactly what I declare on their lives, God, that they will be filled by your love and your power. And that they won't live under fear of man, but under your fear of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray that they won't fall for the lies from the enemy, but they will read the scriptures and that's going to be their light and their aid. In the name of Jesus, we declare that this podcast, wherever it goes, it's going to be a blessing. It's going to be a blessing to other people, God. bring. We just pray for this community of women, of brave women who's looking and seeking for your presence. Just bless them, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you, Gabby. You're such a blessing. And thank you so much for all your wisdom and your passion and your fire. Amen. It's just a, pl- uh, just a pleasure to be here. And thank you for the invitation. 